0: It's pretty easy to complain about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees every year. Heck, we've done it ourselves more than once. But the nominees for the class of 2023 are out, and it's a pretty solid list. There's a mix of artists from different eras and genres, some first-timers, and some artists that made us go, yeah, why aren't they in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame yet? Still, no Motorhead, no Funk Brothers, and no Motley Crue. In this episode of Prisoners of Rock and Roll, We're talking about the nominees for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. What do we think of this year's list? Who's getting in? Who deserves to get in? And how much do we dislike Kate Bush? Grab a cold one and settle in for this one, guys. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Prisoners of Rock and Roll, episode number 59. My name is Bruce Kramer, and I'm coming in tonight from the Magic Kingdom of Podcasting with my co-host, Ryan, M-C-C-U-S-K-E-R, Mr. Ryan McCusker. Are you rocking? Prisoners of Rock and Roll is sponsored by Boldfoot Socks and McCusker's Tavern in Philadelphia, and we are just one of the dozens of awesome shows on the Pantheon Podcast Network. Welcome back for vacation, brother.
1: Thank you, my friend. It was amazing. I got a sunburn in the middle of uh, February. Yeah, coming back to the city with the sunburn in the middle of February, I kind of feel like an asshole. But ah,
0: hey. you're in Disney, right? I was in Disney. It was great. That's awesome, dude.
1: Yeah, I had a, a fucking blast, man. I'm a big kid at heart. There's nowhere, I don't know, more magical than Disney.
0: Sure. It's a lot of people kingdom. have a lot.
1: A lot of people have a lot of hang ups about Disney, about their politics and shit like that, but I don't really give a fuck. I just want to like ride Space Mountain and meet Mickey Mouse, you know?
0: Yeah, I get it. I totally get it. Well, it was cold here. It uh, was like flaring a little bit. The weather was kind of crappy. So you picked a great week to get the heck out of Dodge and go have a good time. And you worked your ass off, brother. That's you do. You deserve it. Yeah. I
1: You know, Bruce, I would get up every morning down there at like 6.30, 7 o'clock and be at one of the parks before they open and like walk in while they're opening and like <laughs> jumping on ride to ride to ride while nobody's there. It was pretty rad to have like the park to myself.
0: That's awesome, se. dude. That's awesome. That's really cool. Right on, man. And then tonight, you know, for this episode, we decided that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees are out. And we've done a show, I guess every year now, we've done a show on the nominees and we decided we're going to talk about it this year and, uh, you know, share our thoughts and all that other good stuff.
1: I think it's a great year for the rock and roll fame. I kind of think they stepped up a little bit.
0: I do, too. And like I said, in the monologue, I was like, this is a pretty solid list, man. There's not really anybody that was like, oh, what What the heck is this? What are they doing?
1: No, this is a really great year. Nominations. Yeah. Every one of them deserved to be in there, in my opinion.
0: I agree. There's a few people that are on the list that aren't rock and roll, and that's okay. And you know, we've talked about this before, man. But that whole thing of, uh, you know, well, there's hip hop artists in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. All that, like that. That horse has left the barn. That shit is who gives
1: near. a shit,
0: right? You're I don't even ca- like. Yeah, who cares? I read a an interview with the guy that runs the Hall of Fame now, since uh, Jan Warner dropped, uh since he stepped down, and he was like, dude early rock and roll was rhythm and blues and blues and gospel sure and There was diversity in the music so of course absolutely any- i was like all right dude i get it i'm down
1: i mean there would be no rock and roll without rhythm and blues man sure i mean that's all the white people ripped off the rhythm and blues and made rock and roll
0: and a lot of this stuff man like if i'm going there i want to see the the biggie smalls exhibit and stuff like that yeah I, just, I want to hear about all those artists i want to hear about I've, motown and
1: you have not been there
0: i have not man i've it's been on my it is awesome to go.
1: it is awesome it's a great day like you could do it all in one day and so much fucking the read and so much to look at and they have great exhibits yeah i'm gonna get out there again like another couple of years i mean they change shit around
0: It's been on our bucket list of things to do for a while, and we just haven't been able to get the schedules to line up. My wife and I to get out there, so. But well, you know
1: what they say, Cleveland rocks.
0: Right. The worst thing about the The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame being in Cleveland is it's in Cleveland.
1: You know, it could have been in Philadelphia. Easily.
0: It was a push. There was a push for it.
1: Yeah, uh, our mayor Mayor Wilson Good at the time didn't think it was important enough to like bid on. Like, he didn't look at it as seeing it as tourists coming to the city.
0: I didn't do a ton of research on this. Again, one of those episodes, I was like, let's just go with the gut and talk about what we think of some of these artists. But I did go and read a little bit of stuff on the nominating committee because I'm like, who the hell is on the list? You know, that these names keep coming up and they don't publish the list because they don't want people like calling them and lobbying them and all this other kind of crap. But I did see some names from the 2022. There's like a there's a website called futurerocklegends.com. And they publish names that they think are on the list. The guy who runs the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame admitted that the head of the nominating committee is a guy named Rick Krim, who he worked at MTV and he was on a bunch of record labels. For like 30 years, though, the nominating committee was run by John Landau, was a Springsteen's manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who got in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame last year. So he's not on anymore, but some of the names that are on the list, they said, um, David Frick, the, uh, he's a DJ Dave Grohl yeah. is on the list. Little Steven Van Zant from Springsteen's band, Paul Schaefer. Uh, I'm looking at some of these names, Meg Griffin, the DJ, Tom Morello and Questlove from the roots. And there's a whole bunch of, other okay,
1: there's right. some legit guys. Yeah. There's some legit, legit dudes.
0: And then maybe before we start talking about the artist, too, I just wanted to circle back. We talked about this before, but the fan vote, the fan vote is the single biggest scam in the history of Hall of Fame voting. So it's,
1: yeah, it's like a gimmick for like the people who visit their website.
0: Yeah, it's that's it, absolutely what it is. So the fans get the vote, and then the top five vote getters from the fans, the Rock and roll Hall of Fame fills out one ballot. From the fans. And then that goes in the pile with the 1,000 other people who vote on the nominees. So the fan vote is one one thousandth of everybody who gets in. So, yeah, it's a total it's a total scam. It means absolutely nothing other than to just get people involved.
1: Yeah. Visit our website and see our sponsors and blah, blah, blah.
0: Yeah. And get people to vote. I didn't even look what the vote was. Who who is in the leadership like that. Yeah,
1: definitely. Probably see Motley on there.
0: Don't you have to vote for people that are nominated when I was
1: there? I can't remember.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. So the current standings, the top five fan votes right now are George Michael, Cindy Lauper, Warren Zevon, Iron Maiden, and Soundgarden.
2: Hello, Pantheon podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Go to Pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win.
1: And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package.
2: And guess what, Rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. In that order. That's pretty good.
0: Yeah. I would have no no issue with that. So. At
1: least Kate Bush is not in there.
0: Uh, Kate Bush is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. She's eighth. So
1: she's getting in this year, dude.
0: Yeah, you wanted to start talking about her? So we Well, we
1: did we just flushed her down the toilet. So yeah. we should just get her out of the way and clean the toilet real fast.
0: Dude, her voice, man. I fuck. I just I can't do it. I tried I had to go in the office today and I I work about four my office is about 45 minutes from my house and I was driving in. And I put Kate Bush on Spotify. I'm like, let me, like, what am I missing something? Cause people have told me, like, you're nuts. She's great. I can't do it, dude, no matter how many songs I listen to.
1: I did the same thing today, Bruce. I was like, what am I missing? Like, what, what is about this artist that everybody fucking loves? I mean, I think everybody jumped on the bandwagon for the Stranger Things.
0: I think she's always been a, like, had a cult following. And we've yeah. said before that. She gave birth, to all like the the Tori Amos and all that exactly. kind of shit, and exactly. But the one thing she didn't have was like commercial success, and then that Stranger Things song was just huge. And it's not a terrible song, or it's not as it's not as bad as some of her other shit.
1: Just her whole gimmick sucks, yeah. like her voice. And...
0: let's let's play another example. So I put that I put a song on a playlist this, today, and you messaged me during the today, and you're like, "Where the fuck did you find this song?" But Here's just an example of how terrible her voice is, like when it's isolated. This is uh, Army Dreamers.
2: Baby never had a education.
0: A never 20s. 20s. All right. That's all. We don't need to play more.
1: I could see clove smoking chicks loving Kate Smith. <laughs> I just know the kind, you know. I said
0: before, you could smell the cat piss when you listen to
1: her. Oh, God. <laughs>
0: Uh, it's you,
1: like all the one, wa- like all the wannabe witches, the Wiccan witches. They all yeah. like love her and shit. And I think it's a cultural thing that she's about. I don't know. Just like Stevie Nicks, she has that witch thing going for her.
0: I will say this in her defense: she has kept control over her career, and she's kept all the rights to all of her music. So when that Stranger Things, yeah, song because who the big, fuck wants it? Right. Well, she never let her record label own it or anything else. So when that Stranger Things song started making Mad Bank, it all went right to her. Like, she made millions of dollars off of the Stranger. So I was like, I respect that.
1: She stuck to her guns all those years, and she went, ching Somebody used it, you know? Good for her, though.
0: I think she's getting in this year, dude. This is her third year in a row being nominated. So somebody on the nominated committee just keeps arguing for her. And now that she has the commercial success... Maybe before we move any further, too, it's also that the the dude who runs the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame now is really into diversity. And he's been very open about that since he took over. Like, we're going to be more diverse. We need more women. We need more non-white people in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So in the back of my mind is I'm thinking about people are getting in. I'm trying to be like, okay, well, some of these it's not going to be just all dudes that get in. No, there's there's a
1: bunch of there's a bunch of women going in this year. They're, They're really making up for it this year.
0: Yeah, I just can't imagine her not getting in, and I don't want to She's hear it. She's getting
1: in. Like, I mean, I don't want to hear it either, but who the fuck's going to induct her? Like Peter Gabriel?
0: Maybe. David Gilmore like, discovered her. It's maybe him. Okay. So we get to blame him? Right. Right. It's his fault.
1: Goddamn, one of the greatest guitar players has <laughs> ever ruined.
0: <laughs> it all balances out in the long run. That's the uh, the yin to the yang. I
1: remember seeing Kate Bush on like 120 minutes back in the day. And do you remember 120 minutes yeah. on TV? Yeah.
0: I don't remember ever seeing her on, on TV, though.
1: It was just like, that's the only time you would like see one of her videos or shit. It was like Sunday night at midnight.
0: I first learned about her when I started working in the music store in 93. Her album, whatever, Red Shoes had just come out. And it was the first album she'd put out in like 15 years or 20 years. And the manager like loved her. And he was like, "Oh my God, we're getting this new album from Kate Bush." And I remember listening to it as a high school kid, going, "What the fuck is this voice?" Yeah, really. And for as much as as much as my music taste has changed and expanded and evolved, I just I've never moved off of her.
1: No, but we're fucking open minded, dude. We, you know, we're fucking sure, open minded.
0: How much shit I took for going off about how much I love Sarah McLaughlin's music and everything the other week, and you know, yeah, we listen hey. to anything.
1: We listen to everything. Sure. We're going to get into some of these artists and all well, my opinion going to come out, bro. I don't yeah. know.
0: I said this before, man. We did that. Does Rush suck? We could literally do a just Kate Bush suck. And we pick like one album and went through it. And I, I, don't, I don't, don't want to. I, I don't, don't want to do opinion. that
1: to myself. I don't want to do that to myself, bro. Uh, I don't right. want it. To... That Chris Cornell episode depressed the shit out of me. That one really depressed the shit out of me. <laughs>
0: All right. So maybe how about we do each after each person? Let's answer two questions. Will they get in and do they deserve to get in? I say she gets in and she does not deserve it.
1: I say she gets in and I'll say she deserves it for longevity. She stuck to her guns all these years. She did what she wanted to do. She had success in a cult following success with her music. But again, with the cult following of Stranger Things, you know, she's getting in. And I I just think that she stuck to her guns all these years. I just hate her voice.
0: All right. I'm writing all this down as we're going to. So Kate Bush. is Yes.
1: We don't like it, but yes. All
0: right. Just keep moving along, man. So we don't spend like we spent like two and a half hours on this shit when we did this two years ago. Did we? Yeah, it was. We did a really long. But we were also talking about, like, we talked about Diane Warwick for like a half hour. <laughs> like Todd Rundgren. And why the
1: fuck of. would we do that?
0: Uh, we why would ourselves. we talk about her for like that? We're torturing ourselves. Uh, exactly. I think the yeah, exactly McCas- was. was closed, we had nothing else to do. We were just. <laughs> <laughs> so Cheryl Crow.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. Why not? I think she's a great fucking songwriter, bro. I think she ruined herself with that whole sex appeal. Thing that she tried to, you know, become at, at her second album, but I, I think that first album was such a great songwriter's album.
0: I think she's and- an artist that when you sit down and you think about you're like you're like holy shit, she's really been around for thirty years and she's been like relevant and making music for thirty years. Like you know, she's got nine yeah. Grammys and she's got three platinum al- albums and.
1: I seen Cheryl Crow in concert. Oh really? And it was, yeah, she opened up for Bon Jovi one year. And it was super hit after super hit after super hit. I'm like, this this woman's, she's got it. Like, she, you know, it just it just seems like her time came and went in America. Like she wasn't that big to keep a name for herself. But hopefully she gets in the rock and roll of fame, and everybody would go, Oh, yeah, that's right. She was fucking awesome. And well, she gets she, back out there.
0: She also, she started as a backup singer for Michael Jackson. Exactly. Oh
1: yeah. Oh yeah. The
0: Bad Tour. And then she's written songs for like Stevie, um, Celine Dion and Tina Turner. And she was like a session musician too, for like Stevie Wonder yeah. and Don Henley. So she's been in the music industry for a long time. I was thinking about this too. Like, will the rock and roll hall of fame look at all of that stuff in addition to the records sold? Cause like, remember carol king got in as a performer but she was already in as a songwriter songwriter. yeah and i was like but if cheryl crow like i think if you consider all of that stuff that she's done and how long she's been in music not even just as a performer it's it's a rock and roll hall of fame worthy uh resume okay um
1: let's play a song yeah i really like this song that i picked this is like um one of the ones that wasn't very popular on her first album, but it was a single. Strong enough, but I picked it because the words are fucking amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah, dude. It's sure, so- here you go. Yeah, I like this song. This album was awesome. We talked a little. It bit was about it awesome. The other week. Yeah, even Las go. Vegas was a great song. Yeah, she writes great pop songs. Here you go.
1: She definitely deserves to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, there are trying to get more women in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She's a great one to put in. She's a great one. Okay, maybe she hasn't had a hit in like fucking 20 years. But, you know,
0: it's funny you just said that because I was was reading some stuff about her this week and they were talking about the album that she came out with in 2019 called Threads that it went up to number 30 on the billboard chart, but the number of people that were on that, it was, she covered uh, a Johnny cash song and then like Stevie Nicks, Chris Stapleton, Chuck D clapton sting, Neil Young, Willie Nelson, Keith Richards, Joe Walsh, James Taylor, Vince Gill. Like I was like, Holy shit, man. I want to listen she, to this. Oh, I she's to totally to got, she just got props.
1: Oh Yeah. Oh yeah, she's got major props through the industry. Definitely.
0: Have you ever seen the documentary about her?
1: No, I haven't. I have,
0: any, I have any I think it's just called Cheryl.
1: What was it on? Like HBO or something?
0: I, I'm not sure. She's pretty interesting.
1: I like to hear Michael Jackson stories.
0: Yeah, she was dating Lance Armstrong for a while, and oh, awesome that's movie, right. right.
1: She didn't she have like some kind of form of cancer? Remember, it was something to do with like open water bottles. She was drinking from in a car that sat in the heat. Yeah, I I can't remember what it was, but she caught some kind of some kind of something. Hmm. And it was from open bottles of water that she left in her car overnight, boiling in the car and would drink from it. And she got sick. She got sick from it. I don't don't know. I can.
0: I don't know why I remember that, but I do. The documentary was on Showtime, but it looks like it's on Hulu and Roku and some other stuff. It came out last year. It's from 2022. But
1: must be she must have a great story if they make a fucking documentary about her.
0: Yeah. Do you think she gets in this year?
1: Yes. Yes. I think she does. I think she's deserves to be in the rock and roll theme. And I don't I necessarily don't like women singers. I like her.
0: I think she gets in too. I think because she's somewhat contemporary compared to some of these other like the the rocker hall fame has also been like you know they roll out the classic rock people you know and it's she's somewhat I know she's 61 but she still seems somewhat contemporary to me but But look
1: at all the people that love her she's definitely getting in
0: yeah that's true like you said she's got all kinds of industry chops too the people that yeah that uh will vote
1: respect her. her Yeah, like, respect the shit out of her and, like, oh, yeah, she's going it.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, hopefully by the end of this, we don't have, like, 30 people we're putting in the Hall of Fame, but...
1: <laughs> it's a hard one this year.
0: I The next one's a tough one for me, too, and that's Missy Elliott.
1: Is it hard for you to swallow?
0: No, no, I think it's hard because I think she's getting in, too. I
1: fucking know she's getting in. Dude, I think male, female, whatever. She's one of the greatest rappers ever. And the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame doesn't have a female rapper in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame either.
0: Yes. So in terms of diversity and all that kind of shit, that would make sense if she would get in. But that's not, I'm not saying that she's like the token. You know, she. No,
1: no, not at all. She deserves to be in a Hall of Fame. She did something different in rap that other people were doing. She has a total style of her own. And she made comebacks, you know, over the years.
0: But remember you know? when she remember she was on the um the Super Bowl halftime a couple of years ago? She came yes. out and it yes. was like it was trending on like Twitter. People were like, yeah, the millennials they were, were like, going ape the, shit. They were like, who the fuck is that? They have no idea. Really? Like, yeah. Yes. Because I was like, how do you not know who? Mis-? Like.
1: The it, misdemeanor. Uh,
0: like, right. If you follow music, you got to know who she is. But you
1: got the song. Drop a song. If you want me, then come on, get me now. Is yes. 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 you with me now? Yes. they big biggy, biggy bounce. Yes. I know you dig the way I s- s- switch my style. Hollow holla. People sing
2: around. let yes. people gather around. let yes. people jump around. Get
1: I think she's one of the best of all time rappers.
0: She has a, she definitely has an image. She did a lot of shit with like videos, like making that like, Oh 90s, yeah. Totally. Hip hop videos all had to that that. shit. And, yeah. 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 The big puff. Um,
1: but I, th- I think her music is different. Like I remember her coming around just about the time when Busta came out with his first record, and I remember thinking these two artists are doing something different with beats and the way they rap and doing weird little like "hello" and yeah. just you know all that weird shit she was just doing in that song. Nobody was fucking doing that kind of shit.
0: Yeah, she you know? had that like, one. She had that one song where she sings backwards for the yeah you know, she's
1: unbelievable she,
0: like just trying different stuff yeah dude um part of my knock at a lot of hip-hop music is it's just not it just sounds really stale to me and she never did she always sounded really no. fresh like we were just listening to that and it still sounds fucking banging like yeah,
1: we're, we're, i'm listening to a headset and the, the bass
0: is deep we were both just like kind of dancing as we're listening to it sitting in our chairs
1: i wanted to open the show with that because it's hype get your freak on. get your freak on. We're two white rockers, get your freak on, get your freak on. All
0: right. But, so, do you, th- do you think she's getting in? I think she's I think yeah. she absolutely, absolutely. Fuck so, yeah. All right. Well, so far, everybody we've talked to is getting in the rock and roll. <laughs> we talked about getting in the rock and roll hall of fame, but I think she's but absolutely I, getting in.
1: Absolutely. I I think the rock and roll of fame is trying to be diverse. It'd be perfect for them to put her in there. It says a lot.
0: They also have um. There was a big like image thing with the rock and roll hall of fame when they put eminem in last year because a lot of some people were bitching like you put a white dude in and there's all these other black rappers who aren't in and they took some shit over that so this could be an opportunity to make that i say make it right but that's not what i mean you know what i mean like you know what i mean you're you're right right yeah i
1: think our listeners know what you're saying too but like do you think older acts belong in the hall of fame than her like do you believe like salt and Pepper should be in there before her or mc light should be in there before her like queen the, latifah queen latifah these other women that came before her and and like carried the torch up for her to be this huge rock star missy elliott
0: you know so like with rock and roll they go in and they put a guy like charlie Patton. That we talked about in the blues episode is like an early influencer. That yeah, you know, ninety five percent of the people in the world have no friggin' idea who that dude is. And but they went back and put him in because he's important. But when will the the, if the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is going to include hip hop? Then you got to go back to those days, like Africa, Bambata, and those dudes. You know, those guys talked about in the gold. Like you have to put them in too.
1: Did they put Grandmaster Flash in there?
0: Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five got in in two thousand seven. Okay. At some point they're going to start putting more of these artists in Because hip-hop turns 50 this year It's going to be 50 years old Get so out like, Yeah, so it's got to Yeah, I think she gets in
1: I think she gets into. I think this is the year of the women
0: And that's also not just to balance the scale And say, oh, well, they need women But she I mean, hip-hop music is incredibly masculine Rock and roll is a very masculine genre sure. of art Oh yeah. And, hip, and, and well, she came up in that, you know, and had this enormous success for 30 years. I salt and pepper deserves discussion too. You know, and so does Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah's managed to be a an actor and you know, all kinds of other, yeah, other stuff Yeah, she was in so,
1: Chicago. She's a singer. She right. was in that musical Chicago. She killed it. But I I'm just thinking, you know, like Salt and Pepper, Queen, MC Light, they were all doing the same kind of thing, the same kind of rapping. Missy fucking did something different. She yeah. made it freaky. She made it freaky. You know, that's the only way I can really describe it. Like, her music is freaky as shit.
0: But would you say freaky hip-hop, she's who I think of, too. Like oh, yeah. That's the name that pops in my head. So, Alright, she's, cool.
1: She's getting in, dude.
0: I think she is, too.
1: I'll be disappointed if she doesn't get in.
0: Yeah, I think I will, too. Alright. Iron Maiden.
1: Dude, what the fuck? How can they not even be in yet?
0: I think Iron Maiden. I want to see Iron Maiden get in just because I want to hear Bruce Dickinson's acceptance speech.
1: Oh God, he's one of the greatest fucking speakers. Right, to, uh, interesting he, dude. Such a great, amazing yeah. character.
0: They've been nominated for a couple of years. I wonder if Dave Grohl's behind that. If he's on the nominating committee, I mean, he he had to have been the one that was pushing for Motorhead those couple of years. But I, you know, I don't know, man. If Judas Priest is in, I think Iron Maiden should be in. I, oh, I agree.
1: It's a it's it's a sin that Iron Maiden's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for what they fucking represent is totally ignored by the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I mean, heavy metal. You know, heavy metal is totally ignored by the rock and roll hall of fame.
0: Yeah. It's very underserved. And it's well, so heavy metal also has a pretty narrow audience. You know, like that kind of shit. And it was also really big in the UK. It was much bigger in the UK than it was in the United States. In the I mean, we talked about era. it.
1: We talked about it on our metal episode about how metal in England is different metal in America two different kind of thing, two different sounds, which place fucking wasted years, man. what a great song that is man
0: that's not heavy at all by by new standards is no crazy. by
1: new standards at all it's a rock it's rock and roll i mean it has the british metal sound i sure. think they are you know um dude they play countries not like a, a stadium in a country countries come out and see them play dude like it is ridiculous that they're not in a rock and roll hall of fame it makes me sick. And I'm not even the biggest Iron Maiden fan there
0: is. I don't think they're getting in this year either. I just I think there's too many other artists that are going to get the attention. And I think some people are going to be like, well, they put Judas Priest in last year, so buy some
1: time. Don't you think, though, they're going to be like, oh my god, let's just put them in and have it done already.
0: There's a limit on how many people they take. They're not going to nominate everybody, so I I don't think they're going to get in. I think it's going to be
1: This is like the umpteenth year of them being nominated.
0: You know, hey, you don't have to sell me on whether they need to. They should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I just think when it comes down to you want the first hip hop, female hip hop artist, or do you want Iron Maiden? They're going to be like, well, we put Priest in last year. Hip hop. That makes more sense. I think that's just I think that's how shit's going to go.
1: Not for nothing. I mean, Bruce Dickinson's been very vocal about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He probably burned some bridges.
0: Right. If somebody's going to trash the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or not go. Or anything else. Maybe they don't want that publicity. I don't know. Because I mean Do- Dolly Parton said, I don't want it. And then that created so much they publicity. still made her. And then she
1: had to accept it.
0: Right. Now she's making a rock and roll album with uh all kinds of cool. other artists. Yeah, sure.
1: People are probably lining up. Guys are lining up to fucking play with her want to be on her album.
0: Yeah, I saw pictures in the studio she was in the studio with Debbie Harry cutting a track or something like that. And oh cool. Uh, yeah, right on. So do you think they get in this year? Yes. Okay.
1: I'm being positive. I'm positive about it.
0: You're four for four so far. You got them all. It's
1: 30. hard this year, bro. I know. It's really
0: hard. This is a good year for a Rock from the Hall of Fame. Last couple of years really suck. I totally agree. Before we move on, let's hear a word from our sponsors. Moving on, the next one that I have on the list is Joy Division and New Order. This was interesting that they're being lumped together. It is,
1: because they're two different fucking bands, in my opinion. It's like putting Velvet Revolver in with Guns N' Roses.
0: I, I looked into this a little bit, and the faces and the small faces were in that inducted as one act. They're the only one, other one. I Dude, I never got into Joy Division or New Order, any of that kind of British new wave kind of stuff. I really
1: like joy division control is a great fucking song. Um, There's a, there's a movie out about the lead singer. Um, It's called control. It's in black and white and it's the story of joy division. And it's not a happy story at all. I mean, the lead singer Ian wind up committing suicide
0: he had, he had addiction problems, and he was epileptic, so he started having seizures on stage and all kinds of other shit like that. He had
1: he he had the weirdest dance moves. Like I don't know if you ever watched any of his videos, Bruce, of no. him in concert. You should watch one of them just to see how he moved. Like he, if, the only thing I can compare it to is like David Burns. You know, like he, there's just something about how he moves and everything. It's it's different. It's it's part of him having like a seizure and part of him having dancing because he'd be on stage and the lights is what fucking would start getting. Let's play something from them.
0: Uh, what do you got on here? Level tears apart. I don't know what what my hang-up is over that genre of music. It's just like the the music is always really thin sounding to me. It just doesn't do anything for me.
1: I I like new wave. I mean it's synthesized, late 70s, early 80s, since... I think we yeah. could do a whole show in one that synthesizer.
0: Yeah, I'd probably want to smash my face against my desk, but sure.
1: <laughs> I hear you, brother. But um or maybe an episode on New Wave. I don't know. You probably still want to smack your head on it.
0: Yeah, well, yeah I, I like Blondie. You know, I, I like the talking heads a lot. I always so think I,
1: Blondie was a punk rock band.
0: Yeah, I, they kind of straddle that line. They're not as punk as they like to say they were. They think they are. But yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: The most maybe punk thing they were, they played
0: CBGBs. All right, so circling back to Joy Division. Do you think they're getting in? I do not. Yeah, I don't either. Do you think they should be in? Not yet.
1: I think there's other bands that should be, and like the kind of music that they paved the way for, I'm not too crazy about. Like especially like fucking Morrissey, you know. Like, yeah. There's that whole thing that came out of Joy Division.
0: I agree, man. Like bands like Kraftwerk and shit like that. Like Kraftwerk's not in the Hall of Fame, are they? Yeah. I don't even know
1: who they are, bro.
0: Craftwork is in the Rock and Roll Hall. They were like, there were German like electronic bands that kind of were the founder of all this kind of stuff. Uh, they got in twenty twenty one. Yeah, I don't remember. Is, yeah, they're. I I agree. I don't. I couldn't tell you. They put so them long. in, but
1: you can't put Iron Maiden in there. <laughs> what the hell?
0: Yeah, I don't think Joy Division gets in either.
1: No, I don't I think, don't think so. Year. It's. No, it's nice for them to be nominated. Just to be nominated to hear them—that's cool enough.
0: Yeah, it's it, right. It shines some light on the story. Like, hey, the dude. So we didn't even mention this, but so they were Joy Division, and then when the singer committed suicide, they grabbed another singer. They and they continued on, but they changed their name to New Order. And yeah, it's cool. Who is their big song? New Order Blue Monday. Can we
1: play it real fast?
0: Yeah, that song that um. That band Orgy covered it. Mm. Uh, Let me find it. Hang on. Blue Monday. New Order. Here you go. You'll know when I play it.
1: Yeah, they're not getting in, it, but it's nice yeah. to hear that they were nominated. And, you know, maybe more people that follow the this rock and roll fame every year like we do. will we'll, oh, yeah. Toy Division, they were a great fucking band. Yeah. And go out and watch the movie, everyone. The movie is fucking great about this poor guy, the singer. And it it just described the way how he danced. Go and watch it on YouTube because it's original
0: and bizarre. I probably like that more than I like their music. So, but I'll, I'll check it out, man. I'll put it on my list and shit to check out. All right. Cindy Lauper. Yes. Right off the bat.
1: I'm saying yes. She's going in. If she don't fucking go in, then there's going to be a fucking riot. Really? Yes. I, okay. Like, if, you know, like we're sitting here like, oh, yeah, they're going to get in. They're going to like we're saying Sheryl Crow's going to get in. if anybody gets in this thing, it's going to be her. If, if they're going to put a woman in, she's hmm. so well respected. She's got the albums. She's got she's got it all, man. I've seen her in concert more times than I, I should brag about. <laughs> she's a terrific performer. You know, she's she's famous all around the fucking world, you know who knows a show Crow that they play show Crow's music and whatever. But Cyndi Lauper's music's all over the fucking world. She, what are some of her songs? True Colors, of course. Girls just want to have fun. The Goonie song, She Bop, She Bop. She was like a, you know, it. She was something different. It was like Madonna was the horror. And and Cindy Lopper was like this cartoon character, punk rock, you know, like a total not sex appeal at all.
0: You know, it was too- she was uh, in the the video with Captain Lou Albano for girls to just yeah. want to have fun. OK, I have a completely different opinion. I, I feel that she's not going to get in. I think she didn't have as much commercial success to warrant really? getting in. But I also think that. She told people our age that it was okay to be weird. Yeah, like she had the red hair, and and it wasn't like in a. uh, It wasn't like in a punk. It wasn't like a punk. No, it was a positive way. Yeah, it wasn't like a punk rock. Like fuck you. It was like this is just who I am. Yeah, I think too that I. So I read the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame like the write-ups on all the nominees, and they talked a lot for about her advocacy for like. LGBTQIA plus, and I'm probably freaking okay. miss some letters. Like her advocacy for like gay people and everything else. Oh, um, sure. And they're like, she's, an ad- a
1: spoke- she's like a spokesperson for them.
0: Yeah. And I think, right or wrong, I think in light of that, they're trying to be more diverse and everything that is going to factor into it as well. Hmm. But that's just, that's my opinion. I don't think she, has a rock and roll hall of fame music career. I think it's awesome that she, you know, I, to me, she was like the first like weird person. I remember seeing in music, like the, the red hair and all that other, kind but of it
1: stuff. made, it, you know, as being a little weirdo that I was, it was like, Oh, look, another, like I said, she was a weirdo. Madonna was a whore. It was two different fucking things, man. On it's MTV. A,
0: that's an awesome she, analogy between the two of them. Because Madonna was like that. Madonna was had her own fashion sense and other shit, too. But she was always being the whore to be provocative, too. And Cindy Lauper was Cindy Lauper didn't do any of that shit.
1: And she was just pure punk rock. The way that she dressed and everything was it it was so original. Like Her hair, the way she acted, you know, she she had anthems for for women. You know, that was like she works hard for the money. You know, it was it was a fucking anthem. Girls just want to have fun. It still is. It's huge. I think she gets in just because of that song.
0: Okay. I don't don't know. No, you're making a strong argument about it.
1: Let's play one of her songs. This is not a very popular song that she does, but we can always play one of her hits. But this is another song that was a single off of She's So Unusual, and it's called Money Changes Everything.
0: I enjoyed this. I, I listened to this whole playlist today at work, and I enjoyed this. Here you go. it's cool song i just don't see her being a hall of fame person but you want to watch something cool on youtube
1: the video for that song she does a live it's a live version of it and dude i'm telling you she kicks the fucking shit out of it like it's one of the best performances i've ever seen okay Like the the passion that this woman has and i've seen her in concert too the passion that she has is is is. It's rock star. It's that's the only way I could. You know what the difference between her and Madonna also is.
0: She doesn't is suck like Cindy, Madonna
1: does. Cindy Lopper can fucking sing. Yeah. Madonna can't
0: sing. Well, you know what's interesting? But, you, you say that? Like, I used to be like a hardcore Howard Stern fan, like listening every day. And I remember Howard telling a story that he was running through like Central Park one day, and he saw Cindy Lopper just like in Central Park, just singing to whoever was walking by. And he recognized her and he stopped and he heard the voice and he was like, dude, what are you, what are you doing? Like, why are you here? Like, I guess her career was at such a low that she was just like singing in the park and he brought her into the studio and she sang true colors, just like, like acapella with acoustic guitar. Oh, wow. And dude, I'll have to find it. I'll send it to you. It, it was like, it blows your, it'll blow you away. It's so is good. This like, it was like, it's just like in the nineties, it, it was when he was on Sirius. So it was in the early 2000s. Um, oh, well, but I think was, she's
1: just so quirky that she just goes out and does weird shit like that anyway. Yeah, but it was she's not really, hurting for gigs, dude. She's not hurting for gigs. She she has a cult following. I'm telling you, my some ex-girlfriend that I had drug dragged me to see her a billion times. Okay. And it Totally like at like casinos and huge venues for someone that you you know that hasn't had a hit in 30 years. Okay. But she has right a on. cult following, you know. All right. But I think because of her cult following, she's going to get in. But I think everybody's getting in this year.
0: <laughs> okay, that's cool. I disagree, but that's also why we do the show and I like that we just had a intelligent respectful disagreement over cindy Lauper's music i i like her i like the stuff that i've heard i just don't i just don't put her in that pantheon but that's cool that's cool man i mean good enough for
1: you it's come on man all right goonies baby
0: i I, she could go in for that i mean that's no all right george michael at least it's not wham So does his work with Wham count? If you're going to vote for George Michael, do you think about Wake Me Up Before I Go-Go? Because that was a huge hit.
1: That's the last thing I think about.
0: What do voters think about that? Probably.
1: When I think of George Michael, I just think of that Faith album. Or the second album that he had, too, is really good. I forget the name of it. Uh,
0: Listen Without Prejudice. What a great album that is, man. I think people will listen. They'll think of Wham, they'll think of Last Christmas, they'll think of all that kind of shit because nobody remembers who the other dude from Wham was. Yeah, I can't remember his name. But I'm sure you're supposed to be looking at just his solo career. I Dude, I didn't realize how big he was because I was like, okay. He was huge. He sold 125 million albums. He had eight number one hits. He had more radio airplay in the UK from 84 to 2004 than any other artist. So the faith out the album that faith was on had sold 25 million copies so it's just like really really big
1: do you remember we came out i want your sex yes that was shit was some fucking hardcore shit for for him you know, from yeah being being like uh the poster boy of wham yeah. you know And uh, then he comes out with this fucking song. I want your sex. It's like, I don't know what to compare it to now. Like uh, I'm not in touch with music. That's new. It'd be like Justin Bieber back in the day coming out or Harry Styles or some shit. And just coming out with like this fucking song that basically saying, I want, yeah.
0: Well, it like the Sheryl Crow thing going from like the, the, poppy kind of shit to the sex thing, but George Michael, it worked and it sold. George Michael
1: could sing. Yeah, he could, he could fucking sing, dude. That's, that's the difference between joy division and George Michael, two different things. But to compare like the vocals, George Michael is a fucking monster. He, he, I think he's one of the greatest rock vocals of all time. Okay, yeah.
0: You know, I think he, um, I think also his image is a big deal because, like you said, he came out with that solo album and he had the leather jacket and he had the, the sunglasses on the clock and the head, shadow and right. And then he came out with that album after that, and he remember the video he, uh, the video for Freedom. He like he lit the jacket on fire and he blew up the jukebox and all that other kind of shit. That's the song cool. I put on
1: the playlist.
0: Yeah, it's it's a great Let's tune. Play it. Sure. Here you go. Man, that's like the statement he's making in that song, too. Oh, my God. It's autobiography. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's
1: it's basically him saying it's my second album and I I hope I get to stick around, you know, and he's basically saying I was this pinup
0: boy. But take yeah. that, a, take that a step deeper, too, and realize that he was a gay guy. Right? Absolutely. So, right. he's singing about that, too. There's something I need. Oh, to tell like, you. Oh, yeah,
1: absolutely. So Yeah. For years, he he didn't come out for a long. I mean, he basically had to come out after that whole bathroom incident thing that happened down in in Hollywood or
0: something. I forget yeah. what it was. Yeah, but he got he he, he he got busted in a bathroom doing a lewd act with a cop, and uh, yeah, and that kind of outed him. Which is so. I was thinking about that today. It, it's such a shitty. Like, I thought he was set up. I thought he was fucking set up. He his
1: version of the of the story was like he's in the bathroom, he's taking a piss, and the cop is like breaking his balls. Like, oh blah blah. blah. He's like, what, you want to fucking see it? Here, look, take a look at it. That's mm. basically his version of the story. And then it made the cop was like, Oh, he was doing rude acts of whatever in the bathroom. But he was the cop was breaking his ball. So he was like, hey, check me out. Fuck you.
0: Yeah. The cop wound up suing him for like $10 million, saying that Michael uh, George Michael was trashing him in the press. And uh, George Michael later made a video uh, for a song. called uh, Oh, he was that a, that
1: dressed up as. A, oh, yeah. He was dressed he up two, as a
0: cop. Yeah. And he had two cops that were like making out in it. And the, that the was guy the that arrested him sued him and the, the got thrown out. Oh
1: dude, I forgot. I just forgot and remembered that. That was brilliant when he did that. You make make fun, he wasn't even making fun of himself. He was just like,
0: you know. No, nope, nobody should be, you know, if he wanted to come out of the closet, that's on him, dude. That's his decision to make. Nobody should fucking be outed for anything. I, I don't
1: I don't I think it was like when Rob Halford came out. I don't think anybody was surprised. Yeah. You know, I I, I agree with that. But I think he gets in. Okay. This is a hard year for me, man. I love all these these artists. It's really it's really going to be interesting to see who they pick.
0: I I don't think he gets in. I think he gets nominated a couple more times before he gets in. I didn't realize he had that men, that much uh popularity, but I think a lot of his popularity sounds like it was in England, so I think it takes a couple years before he gets in.
1: Remember he did that cover of Someone to love at that Queen doc, that Queen concert, or Freddie Mercury concert. Yes, that was really that was
0: amazing. But I never need need to hear that. Don't let the sun come down on me again with Elton John. I I never need to hear that song again.
1: But I thought it had a lot of passion. Okay.
0: All right, Willie Nelson. Willie, the fucking outlaw, the smoking outlaw. Yes, yes, yes. Willie Nelson gets in this year
1: all day fucking long, man. Willie Nelson is like cooler than rock and roll, man. Yes. You know, he was he was around before rock and roll, before there was rock and roll. There was country.
0: I was telling my wife today what we're doing, and I was like, oh, we're going to be talking about Willie Nelson. She's like, Willie Nelson transcends all genres of music. And I was like, yes, Yes. right, because he wrote, you know, he's been around for 60 years and yes, he's like Johnny Cash is like that, or you know, certain artists that just transcend every genre of music. Dude, he, yeah.
1: Willie even worked with Snoop.
0: Yes, yes, I have that in my. He was advocating for weed long before Snoop, and he worked with Snoop. Oh no! Yeah, he, Willie Nelson absolutely gets in. If Dolly Parton got in last year, Willie Nelson is also in his nineties now, so he does not got a lot of Willie, time left. So he gets I. In.
1: During the pandemic, I read Willie's book, his autobiography, and there's he is a fucking punk rocker, man. He did his hometown where he lives. He's a very private guy, but he lives in this town that he grew up in. And the sign of the town of whatever it's called says the home of Willie Nelson. So, you know, he does one night. He gets all fucking ripped out of his mind. He goes down to the to the sign and he burns it he gets gasoline on he fucking burns it and they were like why why wouldn't you just ask them to take it down he's like this is a lot more
0: fun all right i dig it yeah he he's the one of the last of the outlaw country singers he is the last one
1: i've seen him in concert
0: i have too he was he was great i saw him on his uh the outlaw fest or whatever. The yeah. That thing, thing he puts together every year. We went one year. Yeah, he was great. He was. I saw him with Bob Dylan one year and it was great. It was OK. F- he, he opened for
1: Dylan. It, it was fucking hit after hit after hit. You don't realize how many songs Willie Nelson has until you start hearing them. He wrote crazy. He wrote Patsy Cline's crazy.
0: Yes. Which also should factor into him. His credentials are getting in. Yeah, he's he is as rock and roll as anybody else. He absolutely gets in. He's he like basically crossed over like country to rock and roll. Yeah, I agree. Much like how Johnny Cash did. Yeah. All right. It's a song. Here you go. On the road again. Yes. On the road again. Going places that I've never been.
2: Seeing things that I may never see again. I can't wait to get on the road again. On the road again. Like a band of gifts as we go down the highway. We're the best of friends. insisting that the world keeps turning our way. And our
0: way. Great. It's a great
1: song. Uh, he has a lot of them. And, and, uh, I know I keep on saying everybody's getting in, but he's getting in.
0: I absolutely I think he's getting in.
1: I mean, he has the history, he has the diversity, he's got the legendary lifestyle. You know, he's he is rock and roll.
0: He also might not be alive next year by the time they come around. Is his health out? Is his health going? No, he's just old. He's in his 90s. Yeah, you know, he, he started. Yeah, he's in his 90s. Which is crazy cuz he's still on the road and still touring and it keeps him alive, I'm sure. Purpose. Purpose is a big thing, dude. He's 89. He'll be 90 in April. But yeah, dude, all the shit he did with Farm uh Farm Aid. And That's
1: right. Farm Aid was a huge thing. He played his politics, right? Absolutely. He was in we are the world.
0: He was, and all the, you know, how punk rock, like, you know, he didn't pay his taxes and all that shit that went down with him. (laughs) Sticking it to the man and all his, yeah, his weed advocacy, man. He was doing that years before Snoop Dogg. He was doing that before Snoop Dogg was alive. All right, so got six artists left. Maybe it's a good place we take a break and then we'll come back we'll finish all those guys I got some music news billboard magazine actually published a list of betting odds on which one of these artists get in so I have that too I yeah. can I can run through that and tell you the odds and uh yeah, do we'll do music news I got we got a shit ton of feedback to get to and I got a really terrible song for the electric chair yeah you do yeah all right we'll be back stick around everyone Prisoners of Rock and Roll is sponsored by McCusker's Tavern at 17th and Shunk Streets in Philadelphia. There's something for everyone on the beer list and the jukebox at McCusker's. It's minutes from the sports stadiums in Philly, making it a great place to stop by for a few drinks before or after a concert or a game. Come see for yourself why everyone from Philadelphia Magazine to Playboy has called it one of the best dive bars in the city. Visit them at 17th and Shunk Streets in Philadelphia or on Facebook. That's McCusker's Tavern. Prisoner to Rock and Roll is also proud to be sponsored by Boldfoot Socks. Boldfoot Socks is a veteran-owned business to make socks for every occasion. And on top of that, every pair is made in America, and they give 5% of all their proceeds to veteran charities. So head on over to boldfoot.com and check them out. That's boldfoot.com. All right, we're back from the commercial break. Thanks so much for sticking with us. We're going to go through the rest of this list. The next artist up is somebody that has been up a few times the last couple of years Rage Against the Machine. I don't know about this
1: one. It's Holy a huge, shit, that's,
0: it's, that's only the second one that you would say no. I come, uh,
1: Bruce, you know, our generation is the fuck you, I ain't do what you tell me generation. They're great, they're awesome, they're amazing whatever up and down the fucking street i just don't think it's their time yet
0: i agree i don't think they get in this year i they were on my pick we did this two years ago and we decided we casted our votes when they were nominated and i said they would have gotten in but not this year i think they should no. be
1: i think it's great that they're nominated and tom morello's fucking awesome and, yeah. Rage, and I, you know i've seen Rage at a small club, you know, when they first came out, that's awesome. And, uh, I, I think they're one of the most important bands that came out in the nineties, but I don't think it's their time yet, man. I don't think, I don't think they did
0: enough. I agree. I, this is their fifth time they've been nominated. At some point they're going to get in. Um, I, I don't think think they get their politics. I think their politics keep them out. I think their politics is what makes them interesting. Like they brought, oh yeah, they brought political activism back into music. But I couldn't disagree with them more in some shit. And you're right; it probably and they pissed off a lot of people. If you remember, Rage Against the Machine
1: got behind M- who was it? M- yeah.
0: Mumbia Jamal, it.
1: who was. You tell the story, Bruce.
0: Mumia Abu Jamal is on death row for murdering a police officer in Philadelphia. And he very much became a like celebrity cause, and Rage Against the Machine was very open. You know, and the fact that we live in, well, I lived in Philadelphia. You do live in Philadelphia. Yeah. uh, And are both very pro supporters of the police. You know, he was, Mumia Abu Jamal was arrested, convicted. He's been on death row for 30 years. And Rage Against the Machine was very outspoken against it. They also, I'll never forget, man, after 9-11, Zack De La Roca going, that sucks, but America got what it deserved. And I just kind of was like, all right, dude, I'm just not down with that. But yeah,
1: I think that shit's going to keep him out, man. I'm not surprised that came out of his mouth. No, I mean, I'm not all. It, no. But not for nothing, that dude's a one-trick pony.
0: Zach DeLa Roca?
1: Yeah, he's a one trick pony, bro. You you know, that's why they did Audio Slave because they wanted to do something with a real singer. You know, Um, they were, they were limited with Sack, but there was a time I couldn't even wear Rage Against the Machine shirt in Philadelphia. Like you couldn't play Rage Against the Machine in the bar. You couldn't, I couldn't, there was a time I wore Rage Against the Machine shirt to work and my dad sent me home to put another
0: shirt on because of the movie Abu Jamal yeah and stuff.
1: yeah and I wasn't even like paying attention to it at all I, I you know it was just more like I'm I'm putting a shirt on I'm going to work they can't even be like oh well Ice-T did like whatever like top killer and he was like that no but like you know Ice-T was playing a part in a song like these guys are like fucking supporting real cop killers
0: Alright. So we both said no. I don't think they, do they get be. in. I think they're and deserving. I like, and
1: I like them, dude. I like them. Let's play a song by them real
0: fast. Yep, Here you go.
1: Forces draw the
2: same that bar crosses!
1: told you and now you do what they told you now you do what they told you now you do what they told you and now you do what they told you you know what? listening to it and Tom Morello is a fucking genius and if anybody in that band deserves to be in a rock and roll fame it's him
0: absolutely Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. I've been listening to that.
1: Like the groove is fucking what makes the song. I mean, Zach doesn't make the song at all. It's what the band is doing. Like, it's a shame because they're not going to get in.
0: He makes sounds come out of that guitar that you're like, how the hell? He uses it like a turntable. It's crazy. It's unbelievable. He uses a
1: Allen wrench, bro. Like as a slot. Who does that?
0: Really cool. All right. Soundgarden, i definitely think sound is going to get in dude i agree i think they're the one rock and roll band that gets in this this year
1: yeah i know i keep on saying oh they're gonna get in they're gonna get in but this is like a no-brainer man and if anything they, could, they should give homage to chris cornell one way or another
0: we talked about this a little bit at the chris cornell out uh, episode that we just did i think if the lawsuits are all squared away with his spouse and the band and everything else in his estate, I think he, I think they get in. I hope they do. They sh-
1: it would be nice for them to be remembered forever. You know, if they're in the rock and roll thing, they won't be forgotten.
0: And it's kind of a nod to his, you know, his entire career. I, I know yeah. it would be just a band, but you're also given a nod to all the other stuff that he did and yeah. how influential they were. Yeah, I think he
1: might be like one of the people 20 years from now. He'll get inducted by himself.
0: He could be all the other stuff that he did. Let's play a little outshined. Yeah. It's just a great tune, man. We we talked about that so much in uh, the last episode.
1: How about Temple of the
0: Dog got nominated to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I don't think they did enough to get at to get in. It only
1: takes, dude. The fucking Sex Pistols made one album.
0: Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, I I don't I don't see Temple of the Dog getting in. But I'm just
1: saying. Well, this will be the second time that Matt Cameron is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Because he's in with Pearl Pearl Jam. Jam.
0: There's not many artists that are in more than once. There's a small handful of them. Yeah, that's that's big, man.
1: That's big. He's a great drummer. He deserves every piece of respect that he gets. He's so underrated. Nobody even thinks of him as a
0: great drummer. He's unbelievable. Yeah, you said that before. All right. The spinners. If I think they get in, it's for nostalgia. I was surprised they're not in already. They've been nominated one, two, three, four. This is their fourth time being nominated. They got to keep these guys
1: in there, dude. In my opinion, they got to keep on putting these old school groups in to keep these songs
0: alive. You know, I don't think they get in this year. I think there's too many other there's too many other things going on. It's nice for them to get the moment
1: to shine to be like nominated. Like I say, it's, oh, it's just an honor to be nominated. Let's play one of his songs or their songs. Not Yeah,
0: dude, let's play some of this. Here's a little bit of work on my way back to you, babe.
1: They're a great group. They had that disco sound, but it's important to try to keep these rhythm and blues guys
0: names out there. I think it's important, but I also think that in light of all the other back uh, acts that are nominated, they just seem like dinosaurs. And I don't think they they definitely are.
1: I don't see them getting in either, but at least they're getting attention to be nominated.
0: If all those other Motown acts are in, I'm kind of surprised that they're not. But, you know, maybe eventually.
1: The Rhythm and Blues guys are important, but I think there's more important shit going
0: on this year than the Spinners. Like the next act, Tribe Called Quest. What do you think? I think they should be in. Yes. I don't know if they get in. I think Missy Elliott's definitely going in, and I don't know if they're going to put two hip-hop artists in at the same time. Right. Right.
1: But in my opinion, if anybody should get in, it's tribe. It's like what tribe is did for hip hop is big. They brought like jazz the hip hop. Yeah. You know, it, it made it totally a different thing. Q-tips the man.
0: They were like alternative band of like hip hop music.
1: Yeah. They
0: were totally yeah. different than like anything that was going on at the time. Yeah. Do you they, think they're getting you know, in this year? I hope so.
1: I I don't know. This that's one I don't know. Let's yeah. play fucking. Can I kick it?
0: Yes, you, yes can. you can. Yes, you can. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. can I kick it? Yes, you can. can I kick it? Yes, you can. Can I kick it?
2: can i kick it yes, we can. can i kick it yes, While well, i'm gone can i kick it to all the people who can quest
1: like a tribe does before this did you really know what I was comprehend to the track force why cuz getting mentions on the tip of the vibe buzz. rock and roll to the beat of the funk fuzz wipe your feet really good on the
0: rhythm love it i do too they're one of my favorite hip-hop artists
1: yeah it's hard. To, it it's hard to pick one of them, Missy or them. Both of them are not getting in.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think it's one or the other, and I think it would be Missy.
1: I I think Tribe has more street credit, bro. I do too. Like you know, like they have like a legendary following. Um, when one of the members died, five dog. I remember Michelle Obama took a picture with the album, her like actual record she had. Rick like, wrote up with, you know, I mean yeah. that album. That album changed a lot of shit. I seen them in concert; they were fucking great.
0: That still sounds fresh, right? And that that that's song, yeah, you know, decades old. They're great, man. That the last album they did was still was awesome. It was great. Yeah, I love
1: Q Tip. I think he's one of the best rappers ever.
0: I agree. I think they get in eventually. I don't think they get in this year. Last year, he's I was missing. all about it. Yeah. You Last think year, it because I was all this of...
1: is going to get in?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But hopefully next I think year it's they get important.
1: in. I think, again, I think it's going to be important to put a woman rapper in. I think that's going to keep tribe out. I think at some
0: point, man, like Wu-Tang is going to show up on this list. And... <laughs> it's
1: a Wu-Tang for the children.
0: But then you can't you're you're not gonna put tribe and wu tang both in the same year too. So it's like just get tribe in there. Tribe was around first, as important as tribe, the Wu Tang. Yes.
1: Yeah. Tribe is something that was what
0: Nirvana did for rock and roll, Tribe did for hip hop. And like you said, they brought in jazz and all kinds of other like the the music is just fresh sounding. I know fresh beats is such a, a cliche in hip hop music, but they just had fresh beats. It just sounded different.
1: Everything. The sound of the snare drum. the fucking, It was all like they, they were not a record. They
0: had a DJ playing, but they were also playing instruments. Hip-hop music has so much testosterone in it, and Tribe doesn't. No. Tribe wanted to
1: make you think.
0: Yes. Yes. You yes know? That's a great point. Yeah.
1: Cool. They, a lot of like hip-hop groups at the time were just like partying you know and they were more like let's think about what's going on right now their street credit is going to get them in eventually I think so too I think it's I think Missy's going to get in this
0: year yeah I agree I totally agree all right we got two more Warren Zevon.
1: I think they'll put him in dude because he played he if anything he's probably on the fucking board at one time everybody in the industry loved him yes like he was a big time wig into industry and people just know him from fucking werewolves in london and he's got so many other fucking great
0: songs man the tune you put on the playlist lawyers guns and money that's my favorite Warren Zevon song I, I let's let's play it of course
1: I was gambling in Havana I took a little risk Send lawyers, guns and money did
2: get me out of this
0: That's a great song, dude.
1: Oh, my God. That's why I put it on there. Like, fuck werewolves in London. Like, man, it's so burnt out. But you never hear that song. You barely ever hear it. Hey. There you are. All right.
0: Uh, Hang on. Where were we? Share screen. Yeah. Share audio. All right. Hopefully this doesn't fuck up all the recording it's doing. Um, my internet keeps crapping out. Yeah, dude. Warren's Yvonne. Um, he was just, yeah, so you ever s- watch it? Do you ever watch the show? Californication with David Duchovny? I know. Of back it. in the nineties. Yeah. yeah he was like, a he, he played a writer whenever he would write, he would say, I need the, uh, whiskey weed and Warren Yvonne was always what he would, what he would light up a joint, pour a glass of Jack Daniels and put on some Warren's Yvonne.
1: Yeah. Warren's the man. I mean, He's gonna, if he gets in, it's because he was so well respected and he played a big part of culture production, man, of what rock and roll became. Do we think he gets in?
0: I don't think so. I don't think this year.
1: I think he passed away, you know, uh, years ago. I think he's, I don't know, dude. Again, yeah, you I think
0: every I, I'm gonna say yes. I think he gets in.
1: He was just so respected in the industry.
0: And he's the only one on this list that's like an old classic rock kind of dude. Yeah, I think you're yeah, you're right. I think he gets in. And he was a he kind of had a cult following. He's a great songwriter, amazing songwriter. Yeah. That last album, dude, he put out when he realized he yeah. was sick and dying of cancer, yeah. and he kind of called in all of his favors. It's a pretty heavy song, uh, album because a lot of the songs are about him dying, but it's yeah. it's a really good album. It's depressing as hell. but
1: Springsteen's on it, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I think it was three weeks ago was the anniversary of his death, and everybody hmm. was playing that fucking song. Like, every everybody on the Rock and Roll channel in Philadelphia, WMMR, it was played twice, I heard, that day. Huh. And uh, that's the song that came out that was a single from that album. I don't know what it was, but
0: I knew I once. My ride's here. Is that what it's called? I think it was called my ride's here. Yeah, it's about him dying. Oh, yeah. Some heavy shit, but it is a great album, dude. Yeah, it's it's sad, man. He went on like Letterman like right before he died. because He used to go on Letterman all the time and he gave Letterman his guitar. After he played, oh, uh, and wow. was like, dude, like what are you doing? And he was like, Well, I don't need it anymore. I'm gonna die. And it was just like it was a really heavy moment. Boy shit. Yeah. And he was one of those dudes, like he never went to the doctor and he was like, he was coughing up all this shit and he you know, he chain smoked and all kinds of other yeah. shit. And he just never he just was oh, one of those was, guys was, like I'm fine. He, s- he was
1: a big social guy. You you socialite in the in the <clears> industry, <throat> you know? Yeah. Yeah, very well. Ex- well accepted in
0: in the industry. All right, we got one artist left: the White Stripes.
1: I think because everybody's on the fucking bandwagon, I think they're gonna get in.
0: I think they might too because they're like Jack White is in that category with Dave Grohl that he's one of like the flag bearers of rock and roll.
1: Yeah, right now. I guess I understand what you're saying. uh. He- He is definitely changed rock and roll way. How it's, how it was. uh, He's not the first one to do it with just drums and guitar. He's not the first one to do it. He was just the first one that came up with some crazy sounds that can make a song. And he's a great songwriter. He's so electronical gifted. He's, he just can
0: make contraptions to make sounds and the white stripes are really one of the only like well there's not a lot of like rock bands like or like contemporary rock bands right rage and Soundgarden both came out in the 90s yeah i think they're they're kind of the most modern group on here there's actually some comic book guy shit around that too like because they're to be eligible you it has to be 25 years after your first album yeah and the The nerds at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame said they released a limited edition single in 1998, so technically they're eligible this year, even though their first album didn't come out till later. So, I guess they really want them in. Which maybe that tells me something. I I think
1: I you know I think because everything's trendy. I think especially the rock and roll is trendy. I think they'll put them in. And that's what's wrong with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and that's what's wrong with it somebody that's oh they put something out in 98 you know something that close i don't know why the fuck should they be put in right away they got some good tunes but any change a lot of different things but like is it time for them yet no i yeah. don't think so i, I think I they're think gonna they're- get in because the rock and roll fame is trendy as shit
0: I Yeah, I think if somebody comes down and say you're going to put Iron Maiden in or them, they're going to say we're going to put in the White Stripes. I agree. I agree. It'll be interesting to see what happens, though, because like I don't think Jack White and Meg White speak anymore. So it'll be interesting how that would play out.
1: But they might. They probably wouldn't even fucking show up for
0: it. Maybe not.
1: Which could impact that. Yeah. I don't know. I was never a fan Uh, of them.
0: So they're cool. Like, I'm not a yeah, I'm not a diehard, but I, I like what I hear. I just don't go out of my way to listen to them that often. I never went out of my way to listen to them at all.
1: Because there's no okay. bass it. sounds like it sounds like their music is always missing the the bottom. Okay. Because there's because
0: no, it it's just a it, the two of them. There's no
1: bass. Yeah.
0: And that always
1: okay. bothered that always bothered the shit out of me. And I think that's why I never liked it. Okay.
0: That's a very fair critic. And she's an awful drummer. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Dude, you're a musician. You pick up on this shit. And sure. And there's only two of them. Right. There's no bass. There's no uh, lead guitar and rhythm guitar. And sure. That's a criticism of a music duo. Definitely interesting. They're definitely interesting.
1: I'm not down with them that much to say. Yeah, they're going to be put in. But because the rock and roll theme is trendy and posers or put them
0: in i agree i don't think they deserve to get in this year but i think they're going to so all right so i think you have one two three four five six seven eight nine you had nine people getting in i had one, two, three, <laughs> four five six. i had seven so i had seven's probably the limit they would let in i think it's like they try to stay closer to five but we'll see what happens so Billboard magazine went through a whole list and they published like betting odds on who gets in. I'll just, I'll read through this real fast. Yeah, sure. The Spinners, 12 to 1. Iron Maiden, 10 to 1. Joy Division, 10 to 1. Cindy Lauper, 8 to 1. Zivon 5 to 1. Tribe, 5 to 1. Missy Elliott, 3 to 1. Soundgarden, 3 to 1. George Michael, 2 to 1. Kate Bush, 3 to 2. Willie Nelson, 3 to 2. Cheryl Crow, even money, and the White Stripes, even money. So, if I'm reading that right, the five that are getting in are George Michael, Kate Bush, Willie Nelson, Cheryl Crow, and the White Stripes. I could see that. I, which I was like, okay, that makes sense to me. Sure,
1: makes sense. To there's, me.
0: there's nobody on. Yeah, there's nobody on here that I'd be like, holy shit, why did they get in? If they get in, so it's a tragedy that
1: Iron Maiden's probably going to get fucked over again. Yeah, I agree. I think they are. Well, and that's what's wrong with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
0: That's why we're here, man. We're putting up the fight.
1: Yeah. Sure.
0: Motorhead wasn't even nominated. Motley Crue wasn't even nominated. No Dick Dale, no Funk Brothers. What the but fuck? Exactly. I think it's a big
1: politics. Well,
0: absolutely. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a tourism place too, man.
1: Who did what for who? You know, like like everything in life. You know, what did you do to get to where you're at? And who did your, who did you like scratch backs?
0: You know, like well, it's like you just said too. Like the, the Rage guys pissed off a lot of people in the music industry, and Warren Zevon had a lot of friends in the music industry. Cheryl Crow has a lot of friends in the music industry. That when it comes down to voting, that shit counts, man. Yeah. Well, no. all right. All right, second thoughts. Dude, I have so many second thoughts. We got so much feedback. So we put, our show is now on YouTube. So we spent the time, we put everything up, and we had so much feedback on YouTube. This is uh, from Night Owl 333. And this was a comment on our Music in 1993 podcast. Wow, this podcast is awesome. It randomly popped up in my recommended. Absolutely shocked that there aren't more subscribers. I'm a little younger than them. I'm 36. But I've been obsessed with 90s music my whole life, so this couldn't be better. I always say I was born two years too late. Keep it up, boys. Oh, wow, so, man.
1: Thank you, I, brother.
0: Yeah, I wrote that dude back, said, dude, please you know, shoot us an email, man. We'd love to send you some stickers. We got a YouTube comment from KRL8814. Motley Crue should absolutely be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Years ago, they were the number one band of the 80s overall. Every guy wanted to be in Motley Crue, and every girl wanted to fuck a member of Motley Crue. (laughs) They sold out stadiums in the 80s, Sunset Strip, etc. I can go on and on and on. Absolutely, dude. Right on. Thank Uh, you.
2: Yeah,
1: that's
0: a good one. Tectonics Architect 2757. This was on our episode on uh, the Bands that Led Zeppelin ripped off, cool. Now I'll do an episode on how many bands ripped off Led Zeppelin. You'd probably have to make it a multi-year series. I said, sure, I agree.
1: I agree, and also, absolutely. Yeah, fuck yeah. And I never thought of that. We could totally do a show on that, right? <laughs> thank you. Right, right. Thank we a little, great idea. That's a
0: great idea. We talked about uh, shit, Greta Van Fleet a little bit. How much they ripped off Zeppelin? Yeah, just um, how
1: much they fucking suck
0: too. <laughs> Karen Grant 2132. This is on Chris Cornell. There was not a better musician that you could have honored. Chris was just amazing. We will miss him forever. We will love and enjoy all of his music forever. An incredible man. Absolutely agree.
1: Man, we're getting so much cool feedback from this fucking
0: YouTube shit. D- dude, it's awesome, man. The k- the kid's on YouTube. So it only took us two years to get on there. And then we got another couple emails from our buddy uh, Jimmy Hall. So. I read one of his emails last week, and he said, hey, Bruce and Ryan, thanks for reading my email on the show. That was pretty cool. I was wondering where you both are on Nickelback. I always see a lot of hate online for them, and perhaps I missed something over the years, but I just don't get it. I've dug them since they came out. I think they rock. By the way, I heard you all talking about a Van Halen episode with the Blue Meanie, which would be an awesome show. I first heard about your podcast by listening to his Mind of the Meanie podcast. Both the Blue Meanie and Mrs. Meanie has spoken very highly of your show and the bar. As a wrestling fan, I think a show about wrestling themes with the Meanie could also be fun. Once again, I love what y'all are doing. Thank you for your time, Jimmy. Thanks so much, Thank dude, for you, writing this in.
1: Yo, man, keep um, on rocking, brother.
0: Absolutely. Nickelback. I think Nickelback has uh unfairly taken a whole lot of shit over the years. I think they're just, they're just a standard, solid rock and roll band. They're nothing great. They're nothing spectacular, but I don't think they deserve all the hate. This
1: is my fucking theory on Nickelback. If they didn't have the joke about them being so bad, they wouldn't be, they still wouldn't be around. The only reason they're still around is because they take advantage of that whole joke thing that they're, they they're bad. They're not bad. That they're not bad at all. That dude fucking won an Oscar with the, Seether, or some shit for the Spider Man, oh, the, the Superman, Spider Man, Spider Man song. That dude's an all right, songwriter. The joke is just, you know, that they stink. It just, can't, I it just saw came. Them note, right? I saw them in concert. I saw them. I did concert. too. They
0: were,
1: they were rock and they roll. Were awesome.
0: They yes, I saw brought them brought for Bon Jovi. They were. Me great. too.
1: Yeah, me too. They fucking brought well, yeah,
0: it. We're probably at the same show. Giant Stadium. Yeah, I saw them at a. Uh, I saw them at Citizens Bank Park, but. Yeah, I thought they were great. Um, Yeah, dude, they're, they're like Creed in the 90s was the band everybody shit on. Everybody shit on Hootie and the Blowfish. There's yeah. always a band that's like that everybody dumps on They're It tends to be somebody that was like really popular for a couple couple weeks. You know, they're not as good as the hype and they're not as bad as everybody shitting on them. So I like, just, there's nothing wrong with Nickelback.
1: I think they they know they take advantage of the point that they have this yeah. attention that they're they're awful and they're more than happy to like play off it and put more albums out. And people I heard them on the MMR this year. Uh I'm sorry. I heard them on the MMR in the last couple of weeks. They got a new song coming out. Hmm. They must be doing something, yeah. right? There's still being yeah. new songs are released on the radio.
0: Right. Somebody's supporting them. So it's, it's like yeah. people
1: I... people love the hate. People are going to like I agree. fucking people love to hate. They're going to start listening to it because they hate it. And they're going to wind up loving it after a while.
0: Yep. I totally agree. All right. Music news. I got two stories. One Kiss's final shows. So kiss announced that the final show of their final farewell tour. So Paul Stanley was on the Howard Stern show. And he said that there are two shows on December 1st and 2nd. At Madison Square Garden will be it for real this time. Kiss has been on their end of the road farewell tour since 2019, but they said the final, final dates will be December 1st and 2nd in New York. We'll see.
1: We shall see.
0: They're going to put like
1: fucking wax museum statues of Kiss up on stage and they're going to send them out on tour.
0: Yeah, they'll still be touring. I no doubt
1: like animatronics Uh, like from Disney. They'll have like (laughs) fucking Kiss like
0: animatronics. Dude, it could be No doubt. I have no doubt. All right. And the other story I had was the hip-hop top 50. So Billboard and Vibe Magazine teamed up, and they came up with a list of the 50 greatest hip-hop artists of all time. And they did it because hip-hop is turning 50 this year. So the top 10, I'll go from 10 to 1. Nicki Minaj, Snoop Dogg, Drake, Lil Wayne, Biggie, Eminem, Tupac Nas Kendrick Lamar and Jay-Z I don't know the music of probably half of those guys
1: yeah I'm totally boggled by some of that right there Nick I Kaminage. don't know
0: a, right and Kendrick Lamar number two I don't know a single Kendrick Lamar song I'm
1: um, I'm boggled I don't know about any of that
0: yeah yeah, I was like, man, like Nas okay. Tupac, Eminem, Biggie. Lil Wayne, I'm like, I I, I know Lil Wayne. I don't Nicki know Minaj. Any... Right. Really? Number ten of all time. Unreal. Yeah. I'll send you the list, man. I'll I'll dig it up. No, all I'm 50. all right. I'm good. Kinda... <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Speaking of uh having enough, how about the electric chair? So I got a good one this week. What do you got? I found yeah all right the electric chairs where we kill a song because it sucks and I was on Twitter the other day just tooling around and somebody was sharing this song called Southern by Katie Noel or Katie Noel it's I this is what I sent you this morning it's like this hillbilly rap song
1: it's literally a girl kid rock
0: yeah that's a I I like kid rock though but but you yeah. know what I'm saying Turn it yes, up. Let's yes. hear what
1: she's singing.
2: Yeah, come on.
1: Way up in them diesel, sitting closest to God. Ride a ball eight seconds pull the gate when you nod. Come on, yeah, come on. Surviving,
0: we live it, stealing hearts with a shitty grin
1: and fried chicken. Fried chicken. This is character rock all over.
0: She was—I mean, she's wearing like a trucker hat and she's trying to be all gangster in the yeah, camera, yeah, like, the yeah. Video. She's and all she's, drinking
1: beers and shit, and yeah, smashing her friends all her are head. all around like, her, like yeah. doing her pickup I, trucks
0: and they're playing in the mud
1: and shit, being
0: a bunch of rednecks. I, and I have no problem with, like, hip-hop music, like that Lil Nas X song that was, like, country. I have no problem with music crossing genres at all. This is like, definitely... This is, just, this is just terrible. This is, this is, this is country dead. gangster. This yeah, is, like... This me- is, like... <laughs> this
1: is, like, music for meth heads.
0: <laughs> yeah, this this is really terrible. Um, all right, let's fucking get out of this. It's- we sentence you to death. Yeah, that bizarre. Was
1: really bad. Yeah, watch the video out there, people. It's fucking bizarre as shit.
0: Yeah, it's, it's just, not. Good. I
1: watched it twice in a row because it
0: was so entertaining. <laughs> Thank you for your service. But yeah. <laughs> all right, that is a wrap on episode fifty-nine. So if you want to hear more than thirty-second clips of the songs we talked about tonight. Ryan put together a playlist on Spotify for every episode. There's a link to it in the show notes. If you want more prisoners of rock and roll, we're online at prisoners of rock and or you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. There are links to all those in the show notes, and you can always drop us an email at show at prisoners of rock and roll. Dot com. As you said, we love getting feedback, man. We read as much of it as we can on the air. I, one of the YouTube comments, I literally, it came in while I was sitting here doing the show and we read it. So love hearing from everybody uh that shit's awesome
1: that having really cool makes my day oh fuck yeah makes my life man hell yeah
0: yeah we got a handful of suggestions for shows from people that we got to figure out what we're gonna do and uh you know we'll take it from there but regardless of what we decide to talk about we will be doing so in two weeks so thanks so much for listening to us
1: keep on rocking peace out
2: just a prisoner all we'll right. Back.